0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand Podcast I'm Andy Mitten, And I've just stepped off The 256 bus um, From Urmston From from Stretford And Got off the bus Outside The Bishop Blaze I used to get that bus As a kid And it was packed With fans Packed Standing room only There wasn't a single fan Got off the bus There were four employees of Manchester United, people who work the kiosks, the catering, whatever, and then I walked across and a luxury Mercedes van with a Qatari sponsor on the side pulled up just as the bus pulled away and eight key sponsors got out of the the van with a placard for their company which is linked to Manchester United and they posed for a picture with the pub in the background and the only way is United a flag which is outside the Bishop blaze there's a queue of people waiting to go in the pub Chelmsford red flags people from far and wide following Manchester United there are stalls selling burgers The classic cafe Chicken Joe with his roast pork there's a pink cafe coming pink cafe? I'm losing my mind here a pink taxi turning up Angelo's Red Star Sports is just behind me. Keith's store selling programmes to my right. It's not open yet. Not sure why. I hope you're all right, Keith. I know you weren't in the best of health a year or two ago. This lad's selling tickets. Half and half scarves. This lady eating a, a tray of chips. I went past the Nags Head pub um, in Irmstam, Flixton, Dave you Close to the Trafford Centre. And three Everton buses were outside, so they've obviously discovered that as a little pre-match place where they can have a drink. Sneaky little place on the way into Old Trafford, and I don't blame them. Do exactly the same thing going into Liverpool. Big game today, Manchester United against Everton. It's another game which United needs to win. Especially because Manchester City are doing so well. Already it's looking like United and City at the top of the table. Although we could have said similar last year. Going to speak to a variety of people today. Don't know where this podcast is going to take us. I quite like doing podcasts like this sometimes where the story sort of develops in front of you. I went to Arsenal against Cologne on Thursday night. I've done five games in the last six days all around England. And I wasn't even going to write at the Arsenal-Cologne match. Maybe I was going to do a match report. But it was probably the least important game which I was going to attend and then I found myself surrounded by Cologne fans wrote a piece about it it's probably, well we'll get more reads than any piece I've written this year and I think sometimes as a journalist you can be lucky and be in the right place at the right time but you've got to be in the place in the first place so my experience of Cologne fans was entirely positive There are a couple of arseholes Who try to storm the turnstile But five arrests out of 20,000 people I don't think that's a particularly damning statistic To support the argument That World War 3 was breaking out I thought their atmosphere was absolutely fantastic And it tallied in Quite a lot with what we were talking about On the last podcast About the atmosphere But Cologne fans really showed Arsenal fans how to make a noise I know the Emirates Is not particularly loud ground and I spoke to Arsenal fans they said it only really comes alive for visits to Tottenham and Manchester United but the Cologne fans were fantastic they weren't intimidating in the slightest they were um... Sorry, mate. cheers mate I'm recording it now actually do you listen to it yeah come here you can come on it what's your name uh, Martin and Martin's just come up to me and said he enjoys the podcast and he didn't know that I'm actually recording
1: it at the moment How's, how are United going to go on today going to win today hopefully yeah, neat, confident. Yeah. But, uh, having said that, they drew against City, didn't they, recently? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, confident they'll win. That was I when think. I think Rooney will probably score that. but still win. That
0: was when Rooney scored at yeah, City's Ground, yeah. wasn't he? And enjoyed yeah. it. What's your, how are you feelings about Rooney?
1: Oh, he's a great player, yeah. Great servant of the club, yeah. I think he went at the right time in the end, yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah, so she got get a good reception today. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Chile, I was born in Salford.
0: Was you? Yeah. Gets most of the games, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you feeling good about this season with United,
1: yeah. I'm, yeah, feeling, yeah. I think we'll do best. I think we'll finishing the top four, not sure we'll, we'll win it or anything, but uh, yeah. And Jose's a man, is he? He is, he's he's the yeah, definitely is, I think. Anyway, I better get going, with you, mate. Thanks go. for coming nice on, on the podcast. Take care, care, mate.
0: So, I quite like that you stand outside the ground and people come up to you and give you <laughs> praise and, and criticism, but finally on, on Cologne. Uh, I wrote a piece about it and I had a massive, massive reaction to it and a bit of shit as well people saying this is disgraceful behaviour you know people on the other side of the world telling me about the disgraceful behaviour of people who I've stood right in front of seeing things with my own eyes so I wasn't in a bad position to write about what Cologne fans um, were like at at Arsenal so I'm going to head down to Matt Busby Bay Warwick Road Anthony this is a young lad I've just seen him outside the ground. And we took a picture of him in 1997 at Porto Airport. And we put him in United We Stand as being the youngest Manchester United fan in Porto. There's probably a following of 10,000 that day in 1997. Do you remember that?
2: I've still got it all. But do you remember it? Yeah, I remember it? it. Yeah, I remember playing footy in the airport. Do so you remember that at I... Porto age five? It, oh, well, I don't think I was five. 97 were... had been about. Yeah, I bet I weren't far off. I can't remember. Yeah, you, I think
0: okay. And um, you've been going games all the, the years. Your family's all red.
2: Yeah, been all over the world with them.
0: You got children yourself now. Yeah, I've got a little
2: girl now. She Seen her. Took her to Wembley last year. She Did
0: you?
2: Two. And where have f- you where been two, watching
0: not. United?
2: You say yeah. all over the world. Been to Japan. Ended up miss a ma- miss a match in Japan.
0: Whoa. You you went for the World Club Championship in Japan. Yeah. And it. you missed the match.
2: I think you put me in right we stand for that as well i remember it. <laughs> yeah
0: uh, we've put this in the mag there's a new mag on sale by today by the way and it'll be on sale over the next month right <laughs> you've got to remind me of the story you've got to jog my memory
2: we're out ballooning dinner on the bed the night before i didn't get until like eight in the morning in tokyo yeah so match day right. on The on naponga till <laughs> eight in the morning yeah the log said he'd wake me up before he went never woke me up woke up <laughs> Nine, ten o'clock at night, turned to tell on, Ronaldo was lifting the cup in the air, couldn't believe it, thought I missed it, he still jumped out of bed like I was going to make it, he was about an hour away.
0: <laughs> so you got in at 8am, you must have slept for like 14 hours, you were jet lagged as well?
2: Jet lagged as mad, couldn't, well I was up all night, every night, it was the same every night
0: then. Brilliant wasn't it that Oh trip? it was a top trip. One of the best ever.
2: Yeah, great, don't get them anymore. <laughs> misses stops me going abroad now. Does she?
0: Yeah yeah Because of uh we've got the little little one.
2: Little one now. Look. It's just harder to get away now, it costs more money. You...
0: How are you feeling about United? You're not gonna miss the have not missed any games since have you? No,
2: not never a... never fell asleep. I can't believe you went to <laughs> yeah. it went the far.
0: How are you feeling about United?
2: Yeah looking good. Better than what they've done in the last few years anyway. At least we're scoring goals now, that's the main thing. Last year it was nil-nil all the way through the game, and you didn't even look like scoring. Enjoying it? Yeah, it's, it's, they're bringing a the fun factor back. It's it's better on the ice. You're not biting your nails every two minutes every time someone attacks in there. Like you say, it helps when you score goals. You've got to, you brought Matic in now, which has released Pogba. I don't even know he's injured now. I don't even know how long he's going to be out for. So there's more threat going forward. Last year. Side, 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 side. That's all that happened. Where are you from? Me? Manchester. Born I know you're Pritch. from
0: Manchester. Whereabouts in Manchester? Oh, I'm Gorton, I live now. Oh, we've had people on air from Gorton in the past. It seems to be a city area. Is that true?
2: There's no part of Manchester that's a city area. No, I'm
0: being serious. People whose opinion I respect who live in Gorton tell me there's more city fans there. I'm not, I know it would be easy for me not to say that.
2: Yeah. No. Is that wrong? I've, I've never noticed it, but I don't I know, drink I in Gorton. I don't drink in
0: yeah, Gorton, so I, it's harder to. And I know you you, it's not yeah. like people go around counting them, but they yeah. do just have, to have an idea. Well, well,
2: it's well, closer to the stadium for them now, isn't it? So maybe the younger generation are all coming through.
0: Well, I'm going to walk into towards our Stadium. Take yep. care, mate. Don't later. miss any more games. This um, podcast is. Hello, mate. podcast is sponsored by redarmybet.com. Have a look at their website, redarmybet.com, for the latest odds and offers. United related bets money goes back into fan projects. Walking past the Lou Makari Chippy, it's, it's Lou still has a, an ownership of, of the Chippy. And just talking about that game in 2008 in Tokyo, Yokohama, I look back at that squad the other day. What a squad! I'm not going to try and name them all. Well, I will do because that's when I make a full out myself when I miss someone out. Obvious Bandasar. Vidic, Ferdinand, Evra, Gary Neville, Scholes, Giggs, Berbatov had just joined, Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo, repeat that, Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo. Um, Valencia hadn't yet joined, had he? Park was there, Fletcher was there, O'Shea was there, um... I think that's it, I'm gonna miss someone obvious cause you always do when you bang out lists like like this. But I spoke to people recently who were on that trip and they were saying the jet lag was profound and the manager had never been so grumpy because he was just completely taken by jet lag. And yet Manchester United became world champions. The worst they were feeling and They reached the highest ever level. I'm at one of the swag stalls. Malcolm. Hi, Andy. How are you, mate? Recording for the United We Stand podcast. What's happening? What's what's selling well at the moment on the swag stall?
3: Uh, A bit of Lukaku. He's a
0: popular
3: one, is he? Yeah, Lukaku seems to be the man at the minute. Um, Still doing a match, guys, to the tourists, you know. The half and halves, the dreaded half and halves. (laughs) The bane of everybody's life. (laughs) Except mine. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and um, Jose's
0: Jose shirt's seen me going okay. So that's uh, Jose the Godfather. How much do you charge for your shirts? Tenner. Tenner. so you're based outside the United chippy. You've done it for how long? How long have you been selling swag at the match? About
3: 30 years plus. 30. And we did a, an article about...
0: 79. 79, so almost 40 years. We did an article about you last year and the yeah. type of things you see, especially outside the ground when the games have started. And it, it was very well received. Anything happening this season? Any mad heads come past? Well, you,
3: you just missed two. Then he said to me, if Andy Mitton was here today, he said, this is Hi, the, right? this is the sort of thing that we were talking about too. You're getting good timing here today, aren't I? So, two complete knobheads with like um, fairy outfits on, skirts, wigs, a bottle of gin each, bottle of orange juice each. Staggering about all over the place, you you can't make it up. Steaming. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. United fans. I don't think oh, so. Well, either, just, no. just just fucking Just knobheads
3: But you know they go to the game and I don't get it. You know it's yeah. becoming like fucking uh, stag do shit, isn't it? You yeah. know these. Well, I don't know what it's all about. mate I never got all that.
0: You, where are you from? You're from? Stratford originally, aren't you? Old Trafford. Well, oh, you knew my mum, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, mates your mum. You were mates with my mum. I don't want to know yeah. too much information <laughs> here. How old were you when you were mates with me, my mum? 15, 16. Jesus, I don't want to know yeah. any more. No, mum's M- 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 an old Trafford girl. Of course she is. I knew her and her sister, didn't I? M- M- Barbara. M- M- my mum's sister went out with George Best, you know. Barbara yeah. did. Yes, Barbara's she? a good-looking girl.
3: Oh, no, she
0: was. Yeah, mum was bad. I- I listen, I don't want to hear anything more. Well, my mum probably we'll liked that if she is. Right? Yes, ma'am. And uh, my auntie Barbara went out with George Best for a bit and I'm sure plenty of other ladies in Manchester can say the same thing and he he came back to my mum's house in his E type Jag and he parked it outside the house in Old Trafford and um, my granddad from my mum's side of the family rather from the footballing side of the family he said move move that car now and my mum said it's it's George Best and I don't care whose it is move the car now So there you go George Best could have been part of my family could have been my uncle his life could have taken a very different career <laughs> career path but such is life I'll leave you to it Mark cheers for your time how are United going to go on today
3: I fancy uh, I think it would be a tight game I think it would be 1-0 2-1 thanks for your time nice
0: well. walking away from Mark I love the sense of community that you still get at Manchester United games people say that there isn't this community that it's completely sold out. That's absolute bollocks. I see people... Sorry, mate. I see people all the time who you've seen for years from far and wide. It's absolutely brilliant. I love it. It's really important. And it's very flattering that a lot of people buy United We Stand. I'm walking past the United Chippy now, the United Cafe, eating or takeaway. Fish and chips, pie and chips, sausage and chips, battered sausage, curry, gravy, beans, mushy peas, soft drinks, coffee and tea. Going past one of the sat-lads selling Red News now. See lads selling
4: United United We
0: Stand now. Super John McCauley over there. Let's speak to a couple of the sellers. Bloomberg, Bloomie, how are you doing, mate? You're on the podcast. You've been on it plenty of times before. How are you feeling about today, Everton at home?
5: Um, I can see him resembling Real Madrid today after the last three defeats they've had. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they give it their all today.
0: You, you, Real, you suspect that yeah, yeah. Everton will just morph into <coughs> the, the best team ever Although, <coughs> although Real Madrid have lost yeah, they're no, they're have. Not, Sorry, they've you drawn know, they're the first two home games yeah, yeah, I'm shocked by that I saw the table this morning, the 11th farmer. Is that right? It's mad yeah. how football yeah. is Because Real Madrid <coughs> against Manchester United and, and I watched them three times in the space of two weeks live And, and they were one of the best teams I've ever, ever yeah, seen yeah, yeah. Not not at the level of Barca yeah. in, in 0-9 thought no one is going to touch these this year I know, yeah. and yet two teams from Valencia went to the burnabout and drew, and drew yeah. their opening games.
5: No, I've been surprised with the start they've had, a, I wouldn't be surprised if they were calling for his head soon to be honest, the way it goes there. So, they're, they're exceptionally yeah. fickle Real Madrid fans. Oh God, they're awful yeah. they're,
0: they're, They would argue that their high demands produce greatness <clears> by, <throat> by by. Applying so much pressure, it's yeah. the diamond principle, I think, that the brilliance. Um, I remember when we out. went uh, and when they equalised, they just all stood up, just applauding. Like
5: that. There's, no, there's no like real enthusiasm about it. It's very strange with how they, how they work there. It's, it is weird.
0: So, you've got the new fanzine, have you had a look through it? Yeah, I've had a little, uh, a little look uh, through got a snipe and that, yeah. Right, I've just. Mm. this is the first time I've seen a printed copy because he only Stare. arrived mm. yesterday yeah, uh, in Manchester. Mm. And uh, I was in Bristol, I only got back to Manchester late last night. I've obviously seen all how the digital that? copy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about it, I'm not telling you how Bristol was on a podcast for Manchester United fans. You <laughs> seem Bris- enthusiastic about it yesterday. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic for life, mate. Well, I came back to Manchester with Dean Alden, who's a, a past guest on this mm. podcast. Dean's a United fan. He's assistant manager of Bristol City, he's a Salford lad, he's a great lad. Got, and it was very interesting coming back in the car with him, getting insight into the life of a football professional, the mm. calls he, he, met, he got from different people. You know, there's, 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 there's two worlds, you know, if fans could see inside that world the private conversations that they have about who's going there, where, who's costing uh, whatever, we've got players, players, um, you know, offering their feelings and hmm. private conversations I'm sure if you had a conversation in private with your four best mates it yeah. might not always be for public consumption you oh know? God, absolutely especially last night so. right I'll <laughs> leave it at that Harry um, started selling United we stand in uh, May How old are you now? You're 15 at the time 15, yeah Still 15? I'm still 15 And you got a season ticket this season? Yeah, I've got season tickets now And you're selling United We Stand? Yeah, yeah. And how, how are you enjoying the selling? It's good You it's say it's shit if you want I'm not nah, bothered It's good fun And yeah. it's something to do before the game And you can make money out of it So it's good to do and you see any of your mates that come into the game, Did they come past you? Yeah, a lot of my mates come all the time and see me. And yeah. Give you shit or is it alright, you're respectful? Some of them are respectful, some of them give me a bit of shit. Um, and you're reading the mag as well. What does yeah. a 15-year-old lad like or dislike about United We Stand? I like like the little quizzes and stuff and all the like little things in it and Quizzes are hard. Or it was hard. hard. It was a bit yeah. too hard, we were getting complaints. Saying it was too hard. So the quiz is what else? I like some some of the articles I really like, but some I'm just like I don't really like them that much. Right. It's all right. It's, um, <laughs> there's always been stuff in United we stand at. Not even I've got. But I think if if enough people like certain parts parts of it, I mean we once had a gardening column in there. Clearly it wasn't for everybody. And Mike Duff's columns, Mike Duff's poems aren't for everybody. But those who like them love them. Um, so enjoy the selling today, Harry. I'll come back in a, in a bit. There's a band playing on some at Busby Way. I can smell burgers. And I'm going to head in, just come up, seeing one of the lads selling. Super John McCauley, how's it going, John? All right, Andrew, how are you? Fine, you're on the podcast, mate. Oh, dear. So you you you, you busy lad in Manchester. You're promoting the arts as well.
1: Yeah, people. yeah, do a do a live um, competitive painting event called Art Battle Manchester. Right. So uh, artists go head to head in the uh, centre of the room. We've done ten now in warehouses, mills, like, skater parks, and they've all sold out. So we got a big one in a couple of weeks at Albert Hall, which is an amazing venue. Yeah, it's a brilliant venue. Yeah.
0: I love it. I went there last year for. Um, a concert for the first time and I really wanted to see the Hacienda Classical there. I've oh not yeah, seen the Hacienda yeah. Classical, but I'd like to. It's supposed to be yeah. well, mixed reviews, but I'd, I'd still love to see it. So it's local artists, it's Manchester people? It open, is, yeah. People who live
1: in Manchester. Um, predominant, about 80% of them live in Manchester, the rest live pretty close normally. Um, there's a, red, red, a few Reds taking part as well. Um, you might remember the famous Cantona picture with all the Class of 92 sat around them. Yeah. Um, the artist who did that Michael Brown I know Michael he won the last start battle so he's the battle at Albert Hall has got all the 10 winners of the the previous battles taking part so obviously as a winner he's going to be in the final and we're sending the winner over to the US so he's in with a shout of uh, making it stateside I'd love Michael to go because he fell on quite hard times
0: a lot of you listening will know about that very very famous picture of Cantonar. and uh, I heard of Michael earlier this year 2017 uh, that things hadn't worked out as well as he could have done so I tracked him down and found that he'd been living in Rome and he wanted to do a project with Balotelli and he couldn't get to Balotelli because he's protected by all these people around him and he turned up at the training ground and, and Michael's got these really vivid ideas and he's a man of immense talent and didn't work out and he, he felt he came back to Manchester, he didn't have anywhere to live and I think he was living in a in a hostel so we
1: offered um, to him, right oh it was me yeah, put yeah, you in yeah, touch yeah, yeah. with him right I forgot that I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right well Cheers. right well there's a happy ending to this and hopefully hopefully and- yeah I mean he's already won one battle and uh, you know for him he was buzzing off doing it he did a he did an amazing lifelike portrait of Anthony Joshua like the week after Joshua had won so the crowd just loved it on and you know he was he, he did really well he won and and he's in the final by merit Right, don't need to
0: check up on him then now, he's obviously flying, isn't he? Probably be there, sipping champagne, yeah. going first class to New York, going all those fucking knobs.
1: How are you feeling about United this season? Uh, refreshed from previous seasons, I think there's much more optimism amongst the fans, isn't there? Um, I think the signings have given us a bit of muscle and pace, which we, we missed, um, and just added kind of a... Um, some just rejuvenated the side really so no, i'm optimistic i'm not getting carried away because we've had three relatively straightforward games so far well four now um, but you know i, th- I think we're going to do better than previous seasons how would people listening to this find out about
0: art battle through a website
1: uh yeah uh website's artbattle.co.uk, um but there's quite a big facebook page art battle manchester um, and a you key... did a load of stuff after the the attack, didn't you, at the arena? Yeah, we you, you... yeah we auctioned off a load of work. Um, there's we had some an... brilliant stuff. there. Oh, incredible! It's mean... absolutely
0: dreadful stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, no, no. I looked at some art of the stuff. But that's
1: <laughs> <jack>. <laughs> you, you know, art's subjective. You know, art subjective. You know, you got to like that's the thing. Because I didn't know anything about art four or five years ago. This is all new to me, and it's made me appreciate that you don't need to be an expert to, to appreciate art. But so yeah, what, and... you, you like what you like. Yeah, exactly. Subjective. You're not. You know, you're entitled to your own opinion. You, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't and that's cool um, I'm like that
0: with wine I don't know the difference between a and of wine which costs a pound and one which costs 200
1: quid I'm like that with the lager mate so don't worry about it <laughs> but yeah after the battle one of the artists after the uh, bombing in Manchester one of the artists uh, rang us up and said look I haven't got any money but want to do something for the, for the victims and uh, ultimately a girl called Scarlett um, I'll put it together with us and, and um how much did it, it raise it, well 127 artists ended up donating work and it raised 37 and a half grand brilliant and then vodafone got on the phone ironically and doubled it so match funded it so we raised 75 grand for the uh, victims which was nice brilliant. well done uh, i'm gonna head into, into the, the ground good. just before i walk into the
0: ground and there's there's, there's bands playing outside the on the old forecourt and close to the trinity statue and air horns i'm not quite sure what's going on the security is incredible there are three policemen with guns at the top of some Busby way everyone's bag gets checked i've never seen security uh, at this level at manchester united Um, but some things say do stay the same like Binz's accent hello mate nice to have you back on the podcast the most Manchester accent in the world alright Andy how are you doing how, how are you feeling about today I
5: don't I don't know with United you don't know what's going to happen as long as we win and we get the three points I don't care 1-0 4-0 nil, nil. it doesn't matter to me it's looking like United and City as the early front runners, isn't it well i let you as long as we win today yeah because I don't definitely it's got to come to Manchester obviously yeah. the red half yeah. Who's who's impressed you this season? City and Chelsea. Yeah? Yeah. Not United. Don't even have to ask me that. I don't they're that us as well. Right, which yeah. players? Um come on. Matic. Right. What a buy. What yeah. a buy. Superb. He's made Pogba You know, like Perlo was at UV. We got Mat we should have paid eighty-nine million for Matic you know what
0: I mean and £40 million for Pogba I've got some good information about Matic which I'll I'll put in the next United We Stand in the gutter snipe, because uh, a lad was with on Friday sat next to um, Conte and a me- for a me- went for a meal with him last week so it's quite uh, something quite interesting so I'm not just going to spill it on air so you can all listen to it for free because we've got a magazine to do we need people to buy yeah, it don't course, we of course yeah but
5: you know I, I tell mean? you what even Martial looks good, you know, he looks like he's slimmed down, he's got his head together, you know what I mean? Rashford, class, and he's a local boy, do you know what I mean? Class. But they're looking good, with Mourinho's, you know,
0: the man's a winner. We last spoke on uh, Fulham Broadway before Chelsea away, yeah. didn't we, when we got knocked out of the FA Cup? Yeah. Did, did anyone come up to you after being on it? Because <laughs> I've had a few mates who've said... <laughs> people were coming up to me saying... You see Binzi on the podcast, you know. Yeah. Just stop this. So we're playing Everton today. There'll yeah. probably be very little trouble today. But in your younger days, um, what was this game like? Well, most people will remember Joby.
5: Joby got slashed on. Um, he got slashed over on the Salford side, and that was against Everton, a night match. And that was that was any game against the Merseyside team. It was it was war. Well, them days are
0: long gone now. So when you go to Goodison, what was it like? What sort of time was it? It's worst in the mid 80s. Yeah, mid 80s. Yeah, yeah, it
5: was a war. Yeah. Who would you
0: go to Goodison with? You
5: know who we went with. How no would names. You, How would you get there? I don't Me, want names. Victoria Oxford Road
0: Station. The boys know who they were. So you get on the train to Lime Street. Yeah. And then you do what when you got to Lime My Street? Match down Scotty Road. That's what we done. And what? Popping like a museum. <laughs> So you marched down Scotland Road yeah. Towards the ground Would the police be all around you?
5: Um, At the beginning Yeah they were in the end Because they knew we
0: were coming The, the transport police well, didn't them well, up would not they? And how long that, That's a long walk That That's a 45 minute walk Great That's why And Everton would be Trying to attack you Yeah And you'd be just loving it Yeah United As long as you were With the right people Andy But well, I, I heard that United It was always Everton Who, who came on top Is that true? Well let me tell you about Scousers, they were the first to do
5: everything weren't they, first to land on the moon, first to Mars, uh, they invented the wheel, That Scousers done everything first, Peter Hooten from the farm,
0: he was shit at music but he's good at telling lies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for Peter here because I, I like him and I actually thought the farm were good. I saw him in concert plenty of times but we'll agree to disagree on that. What was the I'm word? not
5: disputing the music. I'm disputing all he ever says. is Scousers were the first to do this and do that. I've got news for you, Peter. You weren't the first. So in terms of the casuals and the clothes that were coming back from Europe, when were you going to Europe? In the 70s. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't going for football. I was right. doing the swag game at the
0: concerts. And you were coming back with...
5: Yeah, all the, that's a genie and all gotcha. that, like lowest and all kickers and all that.
0: And then it was catching on as a fashion yeah, in every, Manchester? Yeah,
5: and Liverpool. I'm not saying they weren't there, but they weren't the first. There was Manx who yeah. were there as well. So, and then we're not like scouts. We don't have to tell lies, you know what I
0: mean? Um, there was trouble relatively recently at Everton in a, after a cup game in... February 2005 Everton Valley Yeah, yeah.
5: Were you there? No I wasn't that that Look It was about 60 United And I believe Watch the DVD on it United United give a great account of themselves That they were by Everton Okay I'm going to head in the ground Score prediction for Andy, today um, I, I'm sick of Thingy with United, 1-0, i take 1-0, but
0: i have love to batter and 4-0. Wouldn't we all, nice to see you. Take it easy. We appreciate the partners who help fund this website so that you can listen to it for free. And we have a new one, Harry's. Harry's is an American company and I received a package from them a couple of weeks ago. Quite a cool package with a razor inside and some shaving cream. And you can receive the same one for just two pounds 95. is the story two best friends, Jeff and Andy were fed up with being overcharged for razors they did the research and found out there's no real reason for razors to cost so much, so they started their own razor company, that's Harry's, four years ago and since then they've been making shaving better, so they say, for over 3 million men in America, they just launched in the UK now and they, they thought that there's only one way to ensure quality in shaving and they wanted to cut out some of the costs which had made the blade so expensive. So they bought a factory with a hundred years of blade making experience. And by controlling that blade making process, they take less profit and pass those savings directly onto the people buying the blades. So the result is a a decent shave at a a very decent price. So for £2.95, you can get a trial set, which includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip. You get some foam gel. Um, it's fine to me. My wife liked the smell of it. it just seemed like normal shave gel, if I'm honest. Uh, a travel blade cover, and it comes in a decent box. It's usually £11.50, but you can get it for £2.95. Uh, you To get started and claim your trial set, you need to go to harrys.com forward slash united that's harrys.com forward slash united and i think it's definitely worth doing for two ninety five. if you like it carry on and they'll deliver the blades to you as often or as infrequently as you want so no more piss balling about in supermarkets asking people to unlock cases with expensive razor blades in them i'd give it a try £2.95 well less than a cost of, of a pint and then they deliver them uh, to your house. I think it's a decent idea, and appreciate them supporting this podcast as well. United won 4-0, and with Ben Fornley, former United winger. Great goal from Antonio Valencia, which gave United the start. What did you make of his performance today? Same as,
6: same as always, Andy. Uh, he's always extremely committed the way that he goes about his game, and we don't really see enough of what he did today from him. It was a perfect setup. It has to be said by Nemanja Matić. You know, football connoisseurs will have seen that he was trying to do that. He shaped for the cross. He could see that he was free, and the way that Antonio just sort of set his body and just let fly. You, it's amazing that he's only scored two goals in three and a half years because when he hits the ball as sweetly as that it's surprising that he doesn't
0: try it more often everton got stronger in the second half united looked a bit nervier and then more like goals all the goals are coming late aren't they
6: yeah it's really really strange because it, the way that the game went everton grew in confidence in the second half and it was still only one nil and it was only for for um, good goalkeeper by david de gea poor finishing from us at times but uh, the second goal really killed them off with about seven or eight minutes to go and then we put them to the sword and it was a uh, it was great to see the reaction of the Everton fans To the reaction of Lukaku scoring that third goal Because he really went to town and they weren't happy But 4-0, first game of the season 4-0 again today We've waited a good couple of years to see performances like that and score lines like that and all of a sudden like buses you know you get a couple coming at once and one way it continue we've got a team that are full of pace full of power, full of running and at the moment full of different people that can score goals It's looking good isn't it? It's looking extremely good and uh, you know City are obviously looking like the team to beat with the foul pile they've got but United are, are proving that whatever they can do they can more than match and uh, we'll look forward to the next game
4: as soon as it can come around. Thanks a lot, Ben.
3: at the end, give a fair reflection on the game as a whole?
4: Can you repeat? With
3: three goals at the end to make it 4-0, was that a fair reflection of the game as a whole? Did you see the struggle to score the goals that you didn't play as
4: a whole? I think if the result was 2-3-0 after 30 minutes, I would say... A clear reflection of uh, fantastic football we played in the first 30-35 minutes. Ultra dominant against a team that played with five, with four, and was difficult to play against. I think we played phenomenal in the first half an hour, 35 minutes. Then they, they, they improve. They improve. then they had a little bit more initiative, they bring a few more bodies into attacking areas, and they create us a couple of, uh, of problems. But then, I think Kander was important. He gave us the stability that we, we, we were losing a little bit. And then, it was only possible, in my view, 1-0, 2-0. Oh, I never thought in the last 15-20 minutes that could be 1-1. I always thought or 1-0 or 2-0. The 2-0 come and after that the third and the fourth goal are just are just a consequence of uh, a team that uh, was sad and another team that was happy. But for me the third and the fourth goal are a little bit out of the context of the game.
1: Is is it a sign of Roman Lukaku's confidence at the minute that he can miss a chance in the first half, wasn't having greats against, but can still end with an assist and a goal?
4: You know, he knows that. For me, there is no pressure for uh, for goal scoring. My pressure is for uh, the tactical plan, for the the organisation of the team. You know, and he knew that I was totally happy with, with him, so no reason to lose, to lose any confidence. Again, his goal was, was the third. For me, the important goal was the second, not the third. But it's always nice for him. He's uh, one more goal and strikers, they like to score goals. Hello,
5: Jose. Jose Alvarez for fugones You are in the top of the table with, with the same points and goals like Manchester City. Do you remember that situation? First, how do you feel about, about that? And if you remember that situation, like when you were in Spain with Guardiola,
4: Barcelona, Madrid, both teams uh, in the top. You know, today I didn't think one single second in Manchester City. I thought about Tottenham, I thought about Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. They lost, they lost. I don't say they lost. They didn't win their match and it was a chance for us to... To get two points like they got last week when, when we drew against Stoke. So I was just thinking about them and never about City. City won the game, they did that job. I was thinking about the others. And when I saw their results, I thought this is an opportunity that we cannot waste.
6: Teams score lots of goals late in games already this season. What, what do you put that down to?
4: You know, I think. Um, I think the Premier League is becoming very defensive, as I told you, know, I think many teams, they try to play with five in the back, plus two, three in the middle, some teams four, in some matches, the two teams, they try to match each other and play in the same system, and ends in 0-0, in 1-0. And sometimes when you have a little bit more space, you try. So in the last part of the game, they were they were losing uh, one 0 and then two 0 and um, you know they tried to come more, and they gave us more spaces. So I think it's I think it's up to to that. Without Paul today,
2: um, it's been suggested today that he could be out for up to twelve weeks. Could you clarify the situation on
4: I don't know if it is 12 weeks or 12 days, honestly. So any any comment, any new, uh, any rumor is totally wrong because we don't know if it is 12 weeks or 12 days. Uh, The player was uh, diagnosed initially after the match because of uh, the conditions of the muscle and the bleeding. The decision was one more week to wait and to see really clearly in the in the scans the dimension of the injury. And nobody in this club spoke about 12 days or 12 uh, weeks. Not at all. Is it a tear? It it's a muscular injury, yeah, in the in the in the hamstring. But we have normal procedure and. Uh, and wait a few more days, okay. so it's completely nonsense Completely nonsense uh, information.
2: OK, last
5: question in okay, so the section, um, last so question with,
2: here. With the goals, that, that will be highlighted, obviously, four goals, but how important is David De Is it 1-0 saves, he had to make saves with his feet, it seems to be so good at making those saves. I mean, how crucial was he today?
4: Yes, you know, it's, uh, it's even more difficult when you don't touch the ball. You are... Uh, you are in the game. You don't touch the ball. 5, Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. You don't. You don't even smell the ball. And then the ball goes there, and you have to be ready, ready for action. It's even more difficult. So yes, it was it was uh, important for us in a couple of uh, occasions. Okay. You can we move to, on? We're going to do an, way an way excuse me. We're going
5: to do an embargo see, now. Um, embargo until Tuesday evening. Head of Burton Albion. Can I
2: just ask one question Wayne, Sorry,
1: just, We're that doing a... Burton
2: now. Well, your your turn, record Girls will just come back. Okay, one imagine. question
3: quickly. So, you obviously asked the fans getting a great reception, and it
4: wasn't very warm before. Yeah, but I didn't we I didn't need to ask. But then we're that, it's yeah. the nature of uh, of English fans. It's the nature of big clubs when the player uh, is big in in the club and has an important. Uh, an important part of, of the club history. I think every club in England does uh, does that. Uh, I I can only speak by by Stamford Bridge and Old Trafford but in, in both stadiums when uh, we got former players former important players the reception is normally phenomenal so no surprise at all. He is at home and I, I, I believe that uh, one day he will be back home.
0: So that's it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be doing the next one from the game at Burton Albion uh, against Burton Albion at Old Trafford on Tuesday. Nice ones to everyone who bought the mag outside the ground or all you subscribers. Copies were posted on Sunday, so they'll be in the post first thing Monday morning. So allow a couple of days to get them. Uh, the mag will be in the shops, the usual news agents in the UK and Ireland from this Wednesday and we'll be selling it at the games as well. And of course you can download a digital edition of the United We Stand um, via via our website, uwsonline.com. It's really simple, we've got subscribers all around the world and we think we've produced a decent issue this month. So hope you enjoy it and we hope that you'll join us when we do the next podcast which will be up on Wednesday. Until then, goodbye.